guests in the building but first of all today is Sunday brunch you know how we do it man it's a crossover episode and it's kind of crazy because you know I do a podcast too called J2O and I got E in the building so we're doing a crossover podcast and I got RTJ in the building and we got a lovely friend in the building we got a couple of more partners we're gonna pull up in a minute so yeah man we just gonna get to it man no music this time man you know technical <laughs> difficulties un- un- my fault you know we, you know, we just got them wing this shit today, man. But so we still gonna win. We, we, we gonna, still gonna do it. We gonna get to it, man. We got a couple of topics, man. We gonna get into, and unfortunately, the topics is over there. They ain't even <laughs> goddamn in my hand. But uh, shit, you know. <laughs> we gonna figure it out, man. We gonna make it work, man. So, converse, did anybody check out um Minister Farrakhan? Over uh, yesterday, man. Like, I heard. It, I heard he spoke. Um, I heard that he spoke. I don't know what he spoke about, but the thing with that is that um, it's hard for me to listen to somebody of that. Um, I say of that statue, and to actually go out and listen to him because for me, when I listen to people like that, mm-hmm. I think they're putting their religious belief first. So that's and it's it's real hard that. For many people, religion, their religious belief is above everything. Yeah, so that's so. that's why that's why it's hard. I do want to go. I do want to go and listen to him. But like when he did the one in, I think New York at Yankee Stadium years ago, Yankee Stadium. Yeah, it took me a while to listen to it. But then after I listened to it, it was some. It was a good message, but it still was that religious belief there. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that's why. But uh, I'm, I'm gonna plan on it because I'm gonna plan on. I do plan on going and listen to it. And just see what things he was touching on, and to make and see if he was actually had a agenda of trying to push everybody to the Islamic Muslim world, American Muslim world. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's what my thing is with that. But even even within that, there might still be some nuggets. Oh yeah, always yeah. listening to and hearing because yeah. in, in in all religions, whatever you believe, there really are some human nature, human. Um, rights nuggets that are worth paying attention to yeah I, I do believe that it's just that especially the way where my head is now i can't go and listen to that right now gotcha so i gotta clear my stuff up first and then get to that uh that's it but yeah i, I do plan on listening i do want to listen to it right man now. i'm gonna tell you just fast forward to about an hour and 20 minutes on there how long was it it was uh, about three hours Okay, I'll turn this. I'll but, go straight uh, to it. <laughs> skip forward to get you to about an hour and 20 minutes into it when you get to it, man. And, yo, he, I, I per- personally, our partner Ralph, he uh, told me he was going to check it out. And I was just like, man, I ain't listening to no 87-year-old, man. I'm going to just keep it real with you, but shit. I went ahead and tuned into it. And, boy, when he hit the hour and 20 more, that's when it was just like, he hit the fucking button. You know what I'm saying? He turned up and uh, 
he pretty much was on the same shit Killer Mike was on. It was just like, shit, okay. it's over, bro. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? All that goddamn asking for y'all forgiveness and shit like that. He was like, nah, it's it's a wrap on that shit. You know what I'm saying? I think it should have always been like that, though. Mm-hmm. It should have been, but the thing about it is, what you I think it is. it should have or it's always been? It should have been. Oh, what yeah. I think is, my, my personal thought process is, when they had their foot on their neck, they let it go. What do you mean? When they had who was the uh, in the seventies? Okay. When okay. a lot of shit was going down, instead of them goddamn keeping their foot on their neck and making them people be a, the government being accountable for their actions, they let it go because you know integration had happened and a lot of shit was changing. But which today I still say now this is fucked up. They now shit is changing overnight, especially because of social media. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. From my understanding, is like it took them a year, year, a year to do whatever march they did. Now niggas is over, able to do this shit in twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. the 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 environment is totally different to when it was thirty years ago. So now it's like it touched every continent this time. Everybody's protesting, and nobody stopped, especially because of this pandemic. And, I, and that is another part of why the domino effect happened because of the pandemic. Because everybody is able to see, like, oh, no, it's injustice everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, nah, it ain't no, it's no different than what's going on in Israel or what's going on in America at the end of the day. Yeah. It's like, nah, fuck that. We fed up. Here, point blank. So, y'all got to take accountability for that shit. Let me ask you, let me ask you this. With that, with you saying there's injustice everywhere and everybody's marching, everybody's down there. Are we, are we going to be? What What are we asking for? Like at the end of the day, what are we asking for? Equality is still the same thing. Why are we asking for equality? Why are we asking for equality? Yeah. Civil, to be civil. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, man. Equity and fairness is two totally different things, though. Like, so are we asking for equality or are we asking for fairness? Because fairness takes into consideration the system, the systemic issues that we've dealt with and the repercussions of decades upon decades upon decades of us being held back. That's what fairness is. Equality is something totally different. We still going to be digging ourselves out of a damn hole with equality. Yeah. And so... I really think as a community, we all, we're all asking for different things, to be honest. And there's just as much as there's an educated black person that listened to Farrakhan is like, man, that is, that's it. There's another person who's like, that's, that's the wrong it. thing. That yeah. ain't it. Um, True. And I think that's part of what's wrong with politics, wrong with the Democratic Party, too. It's like everybody wants something different. And nobody has, like, no one vision is the same. And we struggle to get behind. Well, but Republicans will vote for the party loyalty. They don't give a fuck what you represent. They don't care what. If you are representing their party, they're going to vote for their party. And so we vote for, because we are the, because Democrats are the human party, and everybody, every human being has different desires, needs, and wants. But are they really the human party? I mean, they've been around and they've got us nowhere. That's it. Okay. But I'm just saying because when if when we talk about fairness and equality, there are people who 
the thing about all kinds of people, all groups, black, white, Latin X, there are people who don't like Latin X. They want to be Latino or Latina. There are people who don't support LGBTQIA community and initiatives. There are people who don't support, you know, pro-life, pro-choice, all kinds of things. And for some reason, we can't seem to support the big picture if you don't support everything that I support or mm. you don't support everything I believe in. Yeah, people, you have that one off, like, eh, I can't mess with you. Right. That's that's the that's the nitpick. We we talked about that on that the last uh podcast where it was just like if you can't pick one thing in unison to fight for, then we are just fighting in the same direction to argue later. So yes. And here's something that's funny. I said this I said this on my show, on, on my podcast, and they looked at me funny when I said this. Mm. I don't, the, the violence of racism, prejudice, mm-hmm. that, I, I, don't, I don't get with that. However, the standing together mm-hmm. of us succeeding, I love that shit. Right. I love when, I love when people are able to come together and fight for what they want. If that, if that, comes into being re- called racism which it, which it is I like that I would love for our people to be like that what and, if my fight for what I want steps on the toes of what you want me as a per- it is a problem it, it is it is wrong but how can I if, if we're coming together like I said I don't agree with like I don't agree with the whole totality and advice about all that. Somebody has to be up. Somebody has to be down. I do understand that. That's the way the world is going to work. In order, for, that's the way it has to work. Mm-hmm. But I'm cool with it because that's the that's that's how that's how the world is going to turn. So it happens. There's things that even a family, there are things that we won't agree with that has to be done mm-hmm. for the family to succeed. So it's things like that. So if, if if you just happen to step on the things that I want, so be it. Unfortunately, it comes in right now, the other side has more than us. And they're able to dictate what we do and what we don't do. So, yeah, I want my people to be up. I do want my people to be up at all costs, at any cost. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fight for that. I'm going to believe towards that. That's just, and that's just how, how it is for me. So if you and I do understand that when they got power, they got it's, it's like sports. If my team is beating the shit out of your team, I have no problem with it. Mm-hmm. If your team is beating my team, then I have a problem with it, right. and that's where I'm at right now. Right. So it's like sports. It, somebody has to win. Unfortunately, we're not winning right now. Mm-hmm. And I just, I you want said, you said it's a, it's a top and a bottom. It's going to it's there. But, but see, I agree that there should be a top and a bottom, but the. The problem is there needs to be a middle. Mm-hmm. There is no middle. The middle is what rocks the boat. If it's too many people, it's, if it's a bunch of people at the top, or if it's just a couple people at the top, which is how it is now, and it's a bunch of people at the bottom, there is no middle. That's a problem. It, it, it's kind of, If you use sports-wise, if your team is running a dynasty and everybody, if we use basketball, the East, the East Coast suck. Everybody on the Eastern Conference in basketball is trash. 
compared to the West. I, could, I disagree. I mean, I highly disagree. But <laughs> and, and, I mean, it's a fact. It is what it is. Like, and it makes the game less interesting. Mm-hmm. So the problem is, if if there's a few people there and in the bottom, and there's no middle, the people at the bottom, they're gonna try to take out the people at the top, just so they can get to the middle. They don't necessarily have to get to the top. They just want to be in a better situation than what they are. Like the middle is what rocks it. That's what makes. If if you consider this democracy okay. to be what it is, the middle is what keeps it what it is. There's no checks and balances with no middle. If I'm at the top, I got all the money and all the power, and I'm at the bottom and I don't have no money, and every time I try to make a decision, you find a way to chop the head off me so I can't help make a decision, and you're controlling everything, You gonna, it's, it's going to end ugly. I agree with that. And this is the problem with with that to me. Turn the wrong way. There you go. You turned that way. Oh, my bad. <laughs> this is the problem with that to me. I can if if I if I want to live, we're gonna if I want to live in your system, mm-hmm. you dictate how I live. Mm-hmm. You dictate how I live. Fuck living in your system. Create create your own system. There's a Korean town. There's a Chinatown. There's a Jew town. There's all these other towns. There was a black town, Black Wall Street. Yep. There was a black town. You know, you know, Black Wall Street was basically every infrastructure of black people getting it, though. That's yes. That's what they call it. Yeah, so yeah. Atlanta is technically the last black Wall Street but yeah, that, in, in existence. I know, um, but we had our own. We succeeded on our own. We're asking for equality, fairness, all this other stuff, and somebody else's system that don't like us. That's true. Let me, let me ask this so why are we trying to get in the middle? About Koreatown and Chinatown and all of that stuff. Is it just the community that they all live in? Because when I look at it from the outside in, it don't seem real prosperous. It don't really seem like they making a whole lot of money. They just keeping the money in their own that they do have in their own community and taking care of their own people. That's not a threat. To you. Well, I'm, I'm saying from you. the outside looking in. I'm just, I'm, that's why I asked the question. Are they financially prosperous where them having their own city is a threat to the majority system? Because the Black Wall Street was a threat to the majority system. Does that make sense? It, it makes, it makes, it, yes, it does. Yeah, but I think black people flaunt their wealth. That's what I was getting to. And other cultures don't. Okay. That's that's so what it that's is. That's what I said to thing, you. Though. You're looking for it. My, my bad. You're looking for uh, gold everywhere. I'm not just. I'm just. I'm just right. saying that. You're looking for gold everywhere. No, I don't live like that. I don't live like that. So why are you expecting me to live out your fantasy? Well, I'm not even saying that. I'm saying like Chinatown, in and of itself, by itself, is there the ability? Is there the threat of it expanding and overtaking more than just? their area because if we keep y'all contained in this little you know four blocks they're not getting that money though i think that's the problem so that's so that's what i'm saying when we it's not leaving this circle it's not leaving that circle yeah but it doesn't it doesn't interrupt the the system that he's talking about true but at the same time is they don't know what's going on in that circle so yeah. They don't know who is wealthy in that circle. You know what I'm saying? They have to come in and find out because it's only in it's in this circle right here. So you have no idea who the wealthy is because 
So you just want to create. If we're speaking Asian people, Asian people don't front their wealth like that. But I'm just saying, so so the goal is to create your your own system inside the system. Because you just told me the system is not designed for it. So you have to create your own system within the system, right? Yeah. But if you want to spark a change inside the system, you have to become a part of the system. So it's like you can throw what I said to the side and disregard it. But do they? But if you want, the agents don't even vote. Th- th- but, that, but thank you. They don't vote. They vote. They vote on what sparks their interest. People, people cater and pander to them the same way they but do. But the us. majority don't vote. How? They use their it? money. Where are these but, facts but, but, okay, so oh, I get this. I get you. facts. I get you. We create our own system. Yes. Right, we create our own system, our own banks, our own doctors, our own teachers, our own all of that stuff. Right, we got our HBCUs. That's where we send our kids. We don't have HBCUs. Yeah, I'm, I'm about to say we don't. I'm envisioning okay, what our right, system looks right. like. Right. Okay. And let's just say the location of every HBCU is the center of it because that's where our education is happening. Let's say, where are our doctors getting educated at the HBCUs only? Yeah. To come back, our teachers are only going to the HBCUs. To come back and teach. I'm, I'm, don't look at me. No, no, I'm asking. It's the same. I put it like this. It would be, it would be close to the same situation that the Hasidic Jews have in New York. Thank you. That's what, that's what I wanted to get to. Where they have, they, they, they own, they, they got their police, they got their, that's, that's true. That's true. But it's still their system. But at the end of the day... But they have infiltrated Hollywood, right? So let's just talk about the, the Jews. But that's what I'm saying. Like, their small system, it, start, it impacts the system, period. And nobody stopped them because at the bottom line, they are what? Right. Okay. And it's true. So that's why I was like, in order for this to happen... I'm trying to figure out how to say it the right way, but go you, ahead. You, gotta, you, <laughs> you have to shake the system because you're here with it. Unless you plan on leaving, you have to change it. Okay, so you said leave it. You don't have exactly have to leave. Now, getting back to what you said earlier in the money of these certain towns we're talking about, they might be here getting the money up under the system. However, they're sending that money, some of the money they're getting somewhere else. So if I can do that and make sure that whatever I have over here, it's a lot of, we say a lot of Africans. It's a lot of Africans that do that here. They'll oh, get the yeah. money here oh, and send it back but home. We, but we, we ain't got home. no home, baby. Where are we sending it so to? There's the, our that, our within, home is here that speaks, within their walls. That speaks to another thing. That's why they don't attack those. That's why they don't, in the building. What's going on, man? <laughs> That's why they don't attack those towns. Right. Because they have the backing of another nation. We ain't got no home. So what will they do? They will bomb us with military. With the military, like they did before when they saw these niggas is getting out of control. Oh, these niggas is actually about to do something. And what did they do? They they used their system that we are forced to live in because we are so far removed from any other home. Mm -hmm. These neighborhoods you're talking about, these people don't even... A lot of them don't even bother to learn the the language of the land. They don't have to. Right. We... We are forced to live in this system because we are so far removed from having a home in any other system. We waiting for you to rebut her. She, she says, oh, yeah, she did. Let me see. Yeah, she <laughs> <says> <laughs> I want to see what you got to say. <laughs> I, don't, I honestly don't think, we're, I don't think we're forced to live in this system. I think we just do it because this, all, this, is, this is really all we know. If we are able, if we, if, 
if we're able to just be like, you know what, fuck, fuck it. I'm going to figure out a way how to do it myself. Getting back to, I say, us retiring. We're retiring so and we're figuring out how to do it ourselves. We're not going, we're not worried about waking up. We're going to figure out how to do this shit ourselves. That's what all these other towns are doing. Right. That's what they did. They didn't know. When they came over, they probably didn't know. I'm not going to say they didn't know. They probably didn't know. They just going to have the backing of the nation when they came over here. But they figured out how to do it. We're not figuring out how to do it. We're figuring out how to live up under this system. Okay, so what do we do with all this money that we make? Are we paying taxes? Are we evading taxes? Funny thing is, you learn, how, you learn the rules of taxes, you really ain't got to. Okay, so... And then that's another the thing. The rules of opening your business, incorporating your business, what system are you incorporating it under? How about this? How about there's a lot of people that have businesses that have a business and don't and, and incorporate it under that system? So I, I I have a business. We know a lot of people that have businesses. Yes, and if and they're and thriving let say, businesses. And let me say this: we do, we do in pockets. But what I want is, what I would argue, is that if we started to do this in large number, and we started to do this so significantly that we caught the attention of the system, all of that should be gone. You know, our I, ability, our ability to hide the money, our ability to hide the hide the business because. The reason you can hide it is because you're not a threat. Your entity alone by itself is not a threat. Our community doing that together Check this out. is a threat. The reason we will get noticed is because niggas like to be clowns. Niggas mm-hmm. like to be seen. If we just live, we all sitting here. Ain't, I'm pretty sure there's a large amount of money sitting at this table. Mm-hmm. None of us is, is gloating about the shit. So we, if, if we just stop trying to wanting to be seen, okay. then I... That starts with what you said earlier. Go back to the education. Look, dude, you ain't got to be saying, keep that. Keep that. But That's what, good. But where that comes from, right, is a system that we grow up in that it's has in-house. taught us. That's in-house. It's number one, the outside Yeah, that's in-house. System, that's, in-house. But, that's in-house. But part of it started from integration where only a, a percentage of you niggas is going to make it. Only a percentage. In their system. Which about getting out of the system? But... You're removing like the years and years of passing that thought right. process down. Like, so that means that I, if, of us sitting at this table, only I can make it. So I got to take y'all out. And then once I make it, like my value is based on, my value is based on the money I have, the car that I have, the girl that I have, the, all of that. That's where I place my value system. Why? Because the system told me. A certain thing, and then my own people showed me like this is what we flashy. We finna be flashy. You think we created that system? Nah, we were taught to do that. Like in the with drug dealers, with entertainers, with all this cooning going on on TV, hmm. we are taught that we are we are dr- like that shit is poured into our brain and our kids, especially now with social media. Our kids eat that shit up. People going and always want to be flashy on social media. That wasn't something we created. That was something we allowed ourselves to fall into. I agree with that. I don't. I know that that. I don't know. It might take us off a little bit, but just based on all the conversations I've had lately and how I felt when I started having this conversation, as far as in like this is not this place is not for us. Mm-hmm. Now I'm starting to when I look at the the broader scope, mm-hmm. like even if I say that you know I'm 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 going back to Africa. But at the end of the day, we built this country. Yeah. Mm. So when I when I really sit down and think about it, my 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 scope started to change, and it's more like, this is mine. 
This America is is mine, Facts. just like it is anybody else's that was here. Facts. We and, all and, and and we could talk about the system and try to work outside of it, but fuck that. This shit is mine, and just as much as is anybody else's. So why should I have to rearrange, run, hide? Nah, that's why people at the point they at now. Shit need to be torn down and rebuilt. Mm-hmm. Shit needs to be reorganized, and 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 that's why we look at how. I look at how this shit moving. People getting shook to the core. When your motherfuckers walking around. They, hey, Jesus was black. We, we read it. We say it. We know. Hey, he ain't have blue eyes and blonde hair. It's not in the Bible. If you choose to believe that, or or continue like it, it doesn't. At the end of the day, this is as much mine as anybody else's. So the shit need to be fixed. That's why I'm like, yo, we if it's a middle class to affect change, it is. Then it's a bunch of whole a whole bunch of people sitting in office that's disconnected and and been and they've been running in the same house and Senate for 20, 30 years with the same backward ass mindset. Mm-hmm. Like okay. and, and I'm tearing you tearing out all these symbols that, that people consider their symbols that don't mean shit to me, it need to be torn down. Yeah. And now we tearing down everything that they believe in. But shit needs to be fixed down to the education and all of that. So even if we sit down and, and educate ourselves properly, I'm cool with that. Let's just step aside then. Let's educate people. Let's let them know the value and the worth and everything that we put into this country that is ours. It's okay. so much shit that needs to be rearranged instead of just trying to find a niche in the system or a niche outside the system or somewhere around it. The system is fucked. I agree with you. I agree. I'm, I don't want to run away from it. Run away from what the system? Yeah, just to start my own system. I want to run towards it and fuck it up so it can get fixed. No, um, I agree with all that shit. It's got to be broken down, man. It's got to. Uh, yeah. I guess. I guess. Now, my, you're talking about I, I, creating something as far as in the to start an empowerment to go back into the system with more leverage than before. I can understand. So what you just you just wanna you y'all just wanna, and I'm, I'm asking this, y'all just wanna keep the system, but just tweak it. I don't necessarily want to keep the system nah, the way that it is. It's, it's got to be, be broken and changed. Dismantled and, and re, rebuilt. Right, it's got to be broken. I'm just saying I don't believe that we can completely live 100% outside of this system in the United States. So we gotta learn the system, break it down. And rebuild it the way that it needs to be and should yeah, they, be. And you can't do it being ignorant of the system. You got to, and you can't do it from the outside. Like you have to infiltrate it. See, and and I, I agree exactly. But I think in order for you to infiltrate it, you have to know yourself first. But I mean, that's a process, though. You gotta fix. You gotta fix. <laughs> no, but you gotta fix. You gotta fix years of miseducation. Boom. Now this is not a race uh, system, Democratic, Republican. It's not a red blue thing. Right. It's a you thing. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So when you, when you figure out who you are, then you know how you need to adjust. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? So when you see the system working, you, I'm sorry. It's kind of when you see the system working a certain way, and it's like okay, boom. Then you got to be know within yourself. Either I'm gonna stand on that, or I'm gonna. Sit down, and then you know how to adjust because you know your goal and your purpose. Mm-hmm. So it, it gets to a point the system don't even motherfucking matter. 
Well, I would say about knowing yourself, though, there are so many people that don't even, one, know where, where to begin. Number two, they're in survival mode. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question real quick to break you off. If you remind me to ask, do you have a child? I do, I have two. Are you teaching them how to live within a system or how to be, are you teaching them, are you teaching them how to be the typical on Instagram, on social media oh, black no, no. person? So you're taking them away from the system. I'm teaching them more so understand yourself. I want, I'm going to support you to be the best human being that you could possibly be. We're going to look at what's going on in the, in the world. We're going to have conversations about it. Young black man, my son is 15 years old. Young okay. black man, let's talk about this. Okay. Let's talk about what it looks like, what, what being a black man in the system looks like. Even my daughter, we started out, she started out, didn't want to have nothing to do with an HBCU. Nothing, because we were in Gwinnett County, and she was doing competitive gymnastics and going to bat mitzvahs and bar mitzvahs and stuff like that, and she didn't understand that. I brought her to Westlake. She's at FAMU right now because she understands her blackness as a woman, and she actually wants to invest in that system of blackness and, and to be proud of who she is and be educated by her people. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm not, we're not talking about the system. We're talking about these are... There are some things you can control and there are some things you can't control. Let's look at the way that what's happening, know yourself, know your passions, know your beliefs, be strong in it, be able to defend your beliefs, and then figure out what's the best move based on what you can control and what you can't control. That's what I wanted to get to. Us as black people, we're always trying to control the shit we can't control. Right. We can control our blackness. Now, within this system that we're trying to live in, we ain't gonna we we ain't gonna be able to to shine make our blackness shine. So you teaching your daughter and your son about being a a a true black person, a true melanated person, is taking them away from the system and allowing them to, to to get to understand themselves. So that's that's what my thing is. We can start by teaching our next generation. We have the, we have the ability us. Um, I'm gonna say the '80s kids, mm-hmm. and maybe a couple '90s. So <laughs> the '80s children, we have that ability of living with and without the internet. Right. We've had, we got that, and some of the Arab people before us. So we have a knowledge of knowing to live with and without life. Period. Mm-hmm. So when we teach them how to live without this system, and be somebody true, then I think that's where we start making a change and creating our and being able to create our own. Because we can live here and not be part of what the fuck these people got going on. Right. We can't do that. The problem is we're consistently trying to come into their home and tell them the rules of their shit. Yeah, it, it's ours. But I'm, I'm not, I don't want to say they paid us to build it. But. They didn't. No, they, they did. Right. No, no, no. But they, they brought us in to build their shit and, said, and told us you don't have no rules here. You don't have no say so here. Now we've consistently been trying to live in their house up under their rules and tell them, look, hey man, be cool. This is, help me out. I come to your house, I'm living in your basement. Help me out. No, nigga, this is my house. Why am I gonna help you out? If you rent a house to somebody, no, if you let somebody rent a room in your house, they have to live up under your rules. Right. Why are we trying to tell them to change the rules of their house? Well, I will, I will say this question. Do you believe in voting? Yes and no. Yes, and, the okay. reason I say yes and no is because 
I believe in voting on the lower level. Right. That shit, that higher up shit, I know it. It ain't got got nothing to do with me. Nothing to do with me. What I will say, I agree with you and I don't agree with you. I do. I wouldn't finish though. Okay, my bad. I wouldn't finish. Go ahead. Now, um, here's another. Here's here's another catch. And I I kind of am against voting on the lower level. The reason being is because. I'm going to give you the same example I gave on my show. Mike's running. Okay. Me and Mike cool. Okay. Mike tells me what he's what he wants to do, this and that. And I'm like, shit, I'm with Mike, so I'm going to vote for Mike. I vote for Mike. Guess what? Mike got bills he got to pay. You Walmart. Walmart wants that land over there. Mm-hmm. That's part of Mike area. Mike got bills to pay. Mm-hmm. Walmart gives Mike a million dollars. With that million dollars, here's some rules I need you to put in place, too. Cut, Mark off. cut me off. He just completely cut me the fuck off. Mm-hmm. Black people don't understand it's more than just a vote. It's a fucking check. So, you have to give that check along with your vote. Well, I agree with you, but I also think that the reason why this shit is so out of control and has gone unchecked and is because there's so many people who have backed out and don't vote. And so the people who do pander to this this group of folks and who take ridiculous money from PACs with initiatives, from donors with initiatives, there's even rules to how much money you can take from people like to protect that. But because those people who are our elected officials have run unchecked for so long, that's why this shit looks the way that it does. That's why gerrymandering exists. You know what I'm saying? So I think I like it's going to take time because we have allowed partially they've taken it and partially once we were allowed to have a say in it, we decided not to have a say in it for so long that the system, even the political system, needs to be corrected. Now, typically the federal government, the president, does not have a lot of impact on your day-to-day life. <laughs> but this... <laughs> Mm. motherfucking office right now has shown you that just everybody before kind of played the game the way they were supposed to play. This motherfucker will write an executive order in a heartbeat because he mad about something. He mad about something because he having a fucking tantrum. And you actually see how, like... So, you got a problem with that. Him writing an executive order because he had a tantrum? Let me ask you a question. Thank you. If you're in a position of power and you got some shit you want to get out, are you not going to get it out? So long. No. You're not going to get it out? So let me say this. You're not going to be selfish? Well, because. Other people didn't do it when they had the chance to do it. Exactly. Me as a human being, no, I don't operate like Just as much as you're mad at him. For doing shit like that, you should be mad at the motherfucker before him that didn't do shit know like what that. What would have happened to the motherfucker before him? His Who gives? Been if you really believe, if you really believe about the, if you really believe about the people that look just like you, if you believe about the people who look like you, fuck everything. We had that same conversation. If you believe about your shit, fuck it. But thank you. You never tried it. And even if he played, he played the game the first time around, and I pissed somebody off when I said this. But that second time, he yeah. should, oh, he, he should have let his fucks out. Fuck it. Right. You should have been teabagging everybody. The, 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 the whole 
Y'all, I got two years left. Exactly. The last two the years. The fact that we have a damn uh, uh, reality TV star who filed bankruptcy three times. Seven. Or however many times. Seven times? Seven. Seven times. And people are actually holding him up as a good businessman. This motherfucker whose wife used to... That's part of, that's part of good no, business. No, his current wife... It's filed fucking, bankruptcy. Fucking, he's he's uh, an businessman. But he actually but is an <laughs> Yeah. So what yeah. I'm saying is... You know uh, the fact that he was elected as president shows the white privilege. Boom. This, is where, this is where you're lost at. This is where you're lost at. You're looking at this place as, I guess, a country. This is a fucking business. The government system Absolutely. is a business. Absolutely. You take this... You t- you take the worst piece of shit I can find to replace the person who just left, and everything that's happening now is going create is going to make this whole business go bankrupt. So who's the face of bankruptcy? The next person. No, he is. He's bankrupting the whole system now. So let me say this, because my second part. <laughs> Am I right? My second part. <laughs> right, but he was. I mean, but what Obama <laughs> left him, he took credit for for the first two years. Right. And he was just the beneficiary of the systems that Obama put in place. And white folks allowed him to take credit for that. Why? Because they also made Obama take responsibility for what the system was when he, he took, took in over. office for the first two years. But that's not what I'm talking about. I know too many people. I know too many, too many local offices. So back to what you said. I believe in that the local uh, elections have a lot more impact on your life, on your day-to-day life, than, than the presidency. I do think this motherfucker is, is proving differently with all his executive orders and his tantrums and all of that shit that actually trickles sure. down. It's so significant and it trickles down. But I agree with that. But I know so many people now in public office who are there to do good. Right, and they are, and if we get enough people who are actually there to do good, then we can start to dismantle this. The even the the lobbying, even the the financial way that it is is supported. If you have enough people in there trying to do good, now it's going to take some time, and it's going to take belief. You can't just you can't dismantle a system that's been here for decades and decades and say that it, it better be fixed in two years or else I don't believe in the shit no more. But that's, that's I didn't say that. That's but I'm just I'm okay. Saying, <laughs> I think that's where the disconnect lies, because when you talk about a system, it's designed for you to do the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. So as much positive intent you I think that it comes with education like that all the stuff we you might joke about when they vote or die all that stuff that people kept saying you need to vote you need to vote you need to vote and then everybody else that was like under the curtain saying hey man even if you don't like what's going on you still need to vote locally yeah. that's where these changes was coming into play that's why the people are sitting where they're sitting now so it's not gonna happen like quickly right but the and system the itself course. if the system worked the way it's supposed to work or actually works then you won't need to fix it See, you just need to make adjustments but, but, like, but this is so broken and it's been going on for so long so right? that major with, things need to be with adjusted ed- with education before you, before you say that right with education right the way that the public school system is based mm. off of is based off of your taxes Okay, so it shouldn't. 
Why you don't file taxes? But this shit, let's peep this out, though. We, we stay in Georgia. Stay in Atlanta. The, the people who stay in Buckhead pay a higher tax on their houses. They have a nice percentage that goes from those taxes to their public school system. Whereas those who don't stay in that neighborhood pay a lower fee. So the money that they're getting is not the same because they're not paying the same amount of money. They're not paying the same property tax. So are y'all willing to go up on y'all property tax to get that that bump up okay. in your education system? I don't know. I think it's more than that. No, 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 no. This is real, bro. No, it's, 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 it's real, but let me, as the person who's been in education for 17 years, let me speak on that. And I've been in Gwinnett County. I've been in APS, Gwinnett County, and Fulton County Schools. For all the issues Gwinnett County has, they were, when it came to the money that was allocated from the district that they put into their local schools, they did it fairly. It didn't matter if the school was Meadow Creek, which is 80% black and Hispanic, or the school was Peachtree Ridge, that was, right. It didn't matter what the school was, because I worked at Norcross um, and I worked at Shiloh. And when it came to investing in the technology, investing in the facilities, all of that, they were fair. Now, the local community... That's their superintendent. Right. The local community might have put some more money where their mouth is to get more stuff. So when I was at Norcross, the reason why Norcross had that big um, um, replay screen on the football field, the Jumbotron, it's because the community put their money where their mouth was above and beyond their taxes. Hold up. Now, let me talk about Fulton County because I work in South Fulton. Mm -hmm. And we have buildings that look like jails. But then when they went and renovated Riverwood, the classrooms don't even have walls on them. They got glass walls so that the kids don't feel like they're in cages. They got money. No, but it was funded by the district. So what I'm saying is... Riverwood's Jewish, though. It it is a... Cambridge. Cambridge was built differently. These schools were built differently, but you had a certain you had a certain footprint that you wanted Langston and uh, uh, Banneker and Westlake to have. Hold on, before you do that, so it wasn't fair. But that breaks down to the people who write these emails and get on TV, who are proactive about the children's education, and Mm -hmm. in that particular community you're talking about, Acreage Mill area, full of wealth, Mm -hmm. don't want that shit over here. And those parents spoke out about it. Whereas over here, they just go ahead and got them obliged to it. Right. That's what you're going to do. That's but what I it is even, instead but, of... But okay, you want to so know what the your, Westlake parents... The, I will say that that's the Westlake parents But we got still money. don't do shit. So this is the, the thing. Westlake parents got money. But we money. still don't do shit when it comes to the district. I don't, and I putting, our foot, putting our foot on the throat of the district. We still don't do that. How about why are we the only non-Title I school? Norcross, being where it is, was the first school in Gwinnett County to be Title I because the white folks don't care why we getting this motherfucking money. They talking about this is extra money that we are entitled to. Let's play the game. Let's play the number game. We don't care if you label our school Title I. Westlake, every school that feeds into Westlake is Title I, but Westlake is not. Okay, fine. They say years ago, the community didn't want that label. All right, well, put your fucking uh, your checkbook where your mouth is, if you want us to protect your 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 property values or whatever, 
Where's the fundraisers? Where's the foundation? Where's the extra donation of money? Nah, you just want us to go above and beyond and give you all the extra shit without having the funds that we're entitled to. What I said earlier about voting, you have to put that checkbook. I agree with everything you're saying. You have to put that checkbook with that vote. Or else somebody else somebody else is gonna come in and yeah, change Mike's it's mind. A, it's a you gotta do that. You have cross. to put that check. And we are so focused on vote, vote, vote. Uh, uh, uh. That shit don't do nothing but goddamn make that motherfucker on you, NBA 2K move up and down. Office, That's it. You gotta paperwork. be accountable. Yeah. Paperwork. paperwork, man. That's all and it is. Paperwork is designed for you. It's a written statement that you finna do this shit. That's all it is. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, that's why the braids look. Boom. You know what? You know a motherfucker in Arkansas got more power in South Forth than we do sitting right here and we're voting. A motherfucker in Arkansas that don't even live here got more power than we do, and, and we vote all the time. Because I'm about to go. Who is this person? Go ahead. Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is simple. We talk about education. Why you don't learn how to fill out your taxes in elementary? That's different, bro. Yeah, that's a whole different side. Well, how about this? How about this? Because I'm going to know. Because it don't touch financial literacy. Pause. Because you want to know what? Because people expect the school to do the shit your family should be fucking doing. So I believe in homeschool. I love homeschooling. We should teach every fucking thing that a child may ever need in life in school. No, it's not even that, though. Who said it? It's not even that, though. Like, what I was that makes sense. System is broke. That makes sense. Yes. But when I take a class called economics, this or 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 statistics, I forget the name of the damn economics. class, where they teach you about money and and how to. Now there is a financial literacy class, but it should be like but it should. But no, I'm not. That's what I'm saying. It. But okay, well, beyond all that, everything that y'all just said, like, so what about the testing between like? Third the elementary grade. schools to figure out who the hell what? going to jail and shit. Like, what's up with that? Well, that's oh, yeah. not that's not testing. This this is well, no, this I'm is, asking. No, no, no. That's what I'm gonna tell you. So literacy is a big deal. If you cannot read by the third grade, statistics show you that you are gonna be behind. People don't understand why. Why? Because up until the third grade, you learn to read. After the third grade, you read to learn. So up and from K through three, if you are struggling reading, your only one subject is being affected. But after that, your inability to read affects math, it affects science, it affects language arts, because now they are expecting you to know how to read and comprehend this information and then to be successful. So if you're behind in the third grade, that's why that statistic exists, because you are now so that's, going to, so is that, so now is, be an exponential. So is that, so is that a myth? Is that, is that a myth? Are no, 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 no. I'm saying, no, no, no. I'm saying that's no, I'm, why it exists because what happens is if you are significantly behind in the third grade with your ability to read, once you go into the fourth grade, it now impacts every fucking subject because you can't even comprehend what I, you're I know, but what does learn. the jail have to do with that? So that basically, you, you're, the likelihood of you dropping out is higher. The likelihood of you being held back is higher mm. because you are going to be exponentially. But that's what I'm saying. So you take education. the money from that that's, and you create. You agree with that? And you create. You create it's a, a fact. Hold on. No, 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 no. Wait, wait. Oh, so you good. take the money from that. Well, you take that. The numbers from that, and then you create. Okay, we're gonna allocate this amount of money from from jails and prisons from from. These numbers well, from these kids. Are but I'm just saying though, they still well, allocating the money for entity. it. I want to give. Do you agree with that testing? Do you agree with that? What? Everything you just broke down. How you just broke broke it down? Do you I agree do with believe, the way? I, I believe world? you can. I believe you can catch up. 
I do believe okay. there's a point at which you can catch up. But for a fact, if you are having reading comprehension issues, it is going to affect all your other subjects. Let me ask you this question. Even with like overcrowding in classrooms and all of that stuff too. How about how about we find out what your talent is and just make you great at that talent? If my son, he's great at. But if if you can't read, well, nobody talk about counting, math, everything. Okay, so I taught math for three years, and I'm gonna tell you what: just be if you can't comprehend what's in front of you, you're not gonna be able to computate. You can see numbers and all of that; that's great. But if you you can't can't read the the word problem, you you should. Okay, now this is now I got to go against the motherfucking brain. Okay, go ahead. Okay, because if you this thing is about money, right? This country is. This country yeah. about money, okay, right? Yeah. You're not learning about taxes, right? Number one. So that should be an elementary thing. And we okay, hold on, Paul. Okay, hold on. Okay. Let me, I, I got to go. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. He came in like this. Go ahead. Everything ends and begins with a number. We so worried about what's going on in this country. We behind in the world. Yeah. Why? Because these folks' other languages include characters and stuff. We are behind. Because we learn, we speak in one language. Everything is, we not even in STEM. Sciences, technology, engineering, black folks. We we are, are absent in those areas. Well, they because, closed all them schools now. No, it's not. It, but, Shit but, me. But, but, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. I graduated from a college that so, graduates the most black engineers. Well, I'm saying. I'm talking about the programs, especially high tech. schools and stuff like right. that. I got, the, I got the black text watching right now, too. So this is this is my thing with that. And it's, it's kind of fits on what you said earlier that he missed. When we get back to the system. Right. If I teach you how to control your money, that means I have no more power over you. Right. That's the number one problem. If we if we start holding our own money, then we have then we are a threat to them. Right. Yes. So, so they're gonna find another way. So to, the, so the thing with that is getting back to what he's saying is, I'm not gonna teach you about the shit that can empower yourself. Right. For one, your history too. I'm not gonna teach you about your history. So or or the money in which I control. Right. Because if I teach you how to control your own money, how to, the financial literacy. You don't need me. You don't need me. I need you so to let need me. me. Let me say this. And I'm not changing the system for that. And I. I you on a lot of levels but you brought it up when we were talking about reading comprehension if you can't comprehend what you're reading that legalese that's in them tax forms you don't understand i'm just going to change the shit up i'm gonna reword it i'm gonna make it so confusing that you cannot comprehend what i'm saying and you don't know that you are taking on all of this liability so it's not just about learning how to fill out a 1040 ez form that's easy that is just numbers and type some stuff into the calculator. But really, that deep, critical thinking, right. that requires a whole different so form of education. So when we talk it? about STEM, too, that is creative thinking. That is not... That's my, and that's my thing. They don't want... They, they want us... They want us... They're trying to take us, our, our natural ability from us um, to the, stick to the taxes. Have you ever read a textbook? I have read some pages of it. Thick? Some pages. I'm saying the book. The book <laughs> yeah, is I know what you're talking about. My, my homegirl so, used to do taxes. So the books are, yeah. the, the American textbooks yeah. are thick. Yep. You go over to over the overseas and look at their textbooks. Basically, the shit just says, nigga, I ain't gonna cheat you. But you wanna know And that's why, what it says. But you wanna know why? <laughs> go back to what you said about, oh, if you know how to do this, you will never pay taxes. Because they have to make it confusing because the top 1% gotta hide their money. 
so that they're not contributing to this system. So we've got to figure out ways to have all of these loopholes where we protect our money and we are never contributing to this system that benefits you. We're just going to make sure that we protect ourselves. So our tax laws are really confusing because they have to hide their money, write, up, write this off, write that off so that their liability, their tax liability does not increase like it should as their pay increases. Okay. Because if it were as straightforward as other countries, then we would be borderline the S word that they don't like. Um, <laughs> with with you this is with you knowing all that, I I I guess I could say you don't you don't like that how, how, how they have the control of everything, right? I'm not a fan of it, no. No, I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> so, so with that being said, plain and simple, why are you trying to live up under that system? Why are you trying to make somebody who's not, who's, who's, who mind is dead set on not changing the system, why are you trying to make them change the system? I am not trying to make them change the system. What I am doing is exercising the power that I do have to be an educated voter, to be an educated uh, um, um, consumer, and to be an educated uh, activist and control what I can control, which is why I'm voting for a particular school board member in my district, in my area, right? I I don't want this person, the other person, to come in to that school board. I value this former educator and her and her awareness of the system and I would like her to be the one who leads my area because I've also seen the power that a school board member has over what actually happens in your building. So you're trying to change the system? I'm trying to put more players. I'm trying to put more players I'm gonna be that real. I align with in the system. I, okay, cool. But at the end of the day, the system that's happening right now, you're trying to put somebody that's, that's closer to what you believe, that has that's a, more aligned to what you believe, and to the seat which you feel like they should be in so they can do something different, right? Yes. Trying to change, change the system. Mm. Am I wrong? Mm. Am I wrong, Mike? Mm. <laughs> you're trying to change the system. I'm investing in what I can control right now. You can now. say as many words as you want to. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> but I think, you're, I think you're taking it. I think you are making a great situation black and white you're trying to make me agree to a black and white uh uh reduction of it so the thing is so go back to sports let's go we talk about the owners yes all the owners white yeah majority of so we take it take so this system is the system that they want to control their white dollar they don't fuck about you niggas at all because that's not even my reality now, if we eventually get to a system where it's 50% owners of color, not just coons, okay, but actually 50% owners of color that believe in the people that they're working for, that have a genuine heart, do you not think that some shit could change? Now, if you just have one in there, no, he's going to be outvoted, he's going to be silenced, he's going to be ostracized. You just got two in there, no, it's not. 
But if you get to the point where it's 50% people in there who are looking out for the interests of the players and not just their bottom line and the pocketbooks, you don't think that some of the system is going to be forced to change because half of the people running it don't believe in the old system? So I am working to try to get more people because all I can control is my power to vote and my power to empower other people to vote and to realize that you actually do have a voice because there are there are elections where people win by nine fucking votes. Nine. So for you to say your one vote doesn't matter, it does matter when there's votes where nine people is the fucking margin. If those nine people stayed home or if 10 of those people stayed home, it would be a totally different thing. So understanding you actually do have fucking power in this system. That's part of the lie that they told you is that, nigga, you don't have power in this system because that keeps them in fucking power. It keeps you choosing to silence yourself. You are making a choice to be silent and be powerless because you think that we're going to get enough motherfuckers in this country to rise up and overthrow it. Nah, you got to get more people who are in there who are in power that can start to make changes. So the funny thing is, funny thing is, I think she said, I think she heard me say I don't vote at all. I just said on the lower level I vote. I don't care about the house. <laughs> but <laughs> no, you no, also no, no. said lower level don't matter either. No. But you got it's just a statement. No, but, it's a but, statement that needs to be heard. Yeah, I, I mean, no, no, I like her passion. I love your passion. I love your passion. No. <laughs> I love your passion. So, but no, nah, my thing is, um, so we're going to stick to the sports. Integrate. We're, again, we're trying to integrate their system. Steph Curry makes, I think this year, he made $42.5 million. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think I think LeBron came in at 39. Okay. Step back, look at the whole situation. Okay. Everybody's watching this shit because of you. Okay. De- uh, detach yourself from the NBA, create a black NBA. We're, I'm just going to say that, create a black NBA. Again, we don't have to play up under them. Me being an ex-basketball player and seeing this shit, I now see that I ain't got to play here. I can go somewhere else. I tell everybody all the time, the NBA is not the only league. There's no problem moving and creating your hey own man, shit. Hey man, I, mean, I love this conversation. <laughs> Look, I know we gotta move on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't let y'all hear this shit. For I, like about an hour. I like your passion. I like your passion. Yeah. But you know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> in this climate, when you're in, 45 is in the office. We gotta move different. Tell me that cut. You know? So. Being aware of what's going on outside, man. If you don't have a gun license, you need to get a gun license. You need to be able to to move oh, accordingly. Because as we see, a lot of these police are putting their job and they're leaving the, the city or the county they're in and getting to another location. Mm-hmm. Basically what they're saying is they're not gonna do that over there. Mm-hmm. But they're gonna do it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we got to move different as a people and be aware of it. Aware of it. And we got to be teaching our children to be aware of it. Because at the end of the day, this shit has been amplified because of the television, mm-hmm. because of social media, that you have to move. Well, I put it to you like this. We in this area, we in this circle are pre-Obama. So we know what it looked like before Obama. A lot of these kids, a lot of these kids 
are caught up because Obama was in office. Mm -hmm. And the thing about it is, that was Dr. Dr. King's dream for a black man to be a president. You know what I'm saying? To be in power. So while they're growing up, their dream has been fulfilled. So they're actually coming up and they're seeing everything that we can happen. Racism doesn't exist in a total, in their world like it is in ours. So this shit they're being, that, that's being amplified, you know, every day is something that they're not used to. But unfortunately, it's our normal. We are used to this. This is what we grew up against. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can name almost every year in the 90s, some of this shit has happened. You know what I'm saying? It's like, this ain't new to anybody 35 on above. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. who, who grew up. So these teenagers who are 16, who, you know, the, the I say 13. When you're 13, you're growing, this is, everything's going on. Parents getting divorced. You know, you got so much getting shot at you when you're becoming a teenager that they're not aware of this type of shit. You know what I'm saying? This is the environment we grew up on, grew up under. So, with that being said, we have to teach all these young people for in their twenties that this is how you need to move. Because the thing about it is, they're not aware of it. Period. Facts. They have never seen this shit before. That's because of Obama. Obama's damn near ten years. You know what I'm saying? That is a whole decade that the mm -hmm. the, the uh, racism wasn't relevant mm -hmm. as it is right now and we are aware of it it is like clothes clothes come back every 20 years of how people wore it mm -hmm. racism has came back in full-fledged mm -hmm. how it was racism didn't come back it never it left we can see it but you can see it we saw it i think that i think i, I hear what you're saying but at the end of the day like i I can see privilege and not knowing. Because I look at these but kids. But you no, are from a different I, era. I am, but that's what I'm saying. They aware, but they moving. Like, when I when I went out there, it was a bunch of them that was, they was out there. Like, man, we sat back and watched. I, I, I can mm. say, when I was 18, 19, and shit was going on, and they said they were protesting, I was like, bruh, that shit happened every day. What the fuck I'm going down there for? What I got to say? They out there moving. So it's like, as much as we, yeah, we got to educate them and let them know what can happen. But they taking a stand. Mm -hmm. Facts. And, 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 and it's like, I don't, I don't want to say. Younger generation. The way, yeah. Okay. Like they moving. They figured it out. Because like, well, like, when you start, the way you was like leaning into it, it was like they didn't, they, they don't know. Yeah, they weren't that old. No, 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 no. A lot of people don't know that they weren't that old. Yeah, the yeah. Was yeah they, they wasn't. It's a, yeah. But it's the same thing as back in civil rights. These were teens and young college folks right. making exactly. the movement. Exactly. Who should be? And, but they've seen it. That's down. why I feel because like they're the ones. They're, they're the ones that's coming up next. And that's why, getting back to what I, when I asked you about your children, like, teach them. The reason I'm deciding to retire is because one thing is, how can I tell my son to be independent of, independent of a system, but I'm consistently begging the system to let me live. So in order for me to feel one feel true and honest to my son, after myself, I have to create this way of I'm not living in the system no more. Right. So that's why I asked you that. 
I have to change. I have to show my son the person that I'm telling him to be. Absolutely. And Absolutely. that's just, and that's really what it is. Now, let me ask you this, because this frustrates me at work all the time. Not saying this is what you do, but there's a lot of parents out here who are teaching their kids to be entrepreneurs, right? Uh-huh. So when we have this conversation with them, like, hey, what do you w- want to do? And these might be the the people who we know don't have no chance of college, which is okay, because college ain't for everybody. Not. Trump just proved that. It's college ain't for he everybody. He just so, proved that. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, I ask him, you want to be an entrepreneur? What you want to do? I don't know. I just don't want to work for nobody. Nigga, you got to do more than that. So if we just telling our kids not to be dependent on the system, but we don't give them the fucking tools to figure out how are you going to not be dependent on the system, we just setting them up to go out there and be lost. To go out there and be lost and be the motherfuckers kicking in doors because you feel hopeless and you feel like I can't be a part of this system. I'm not smart enough to go to college, but I don't know nothing else. What to do? I don't know. Yeah. So me. We got to do. We got to do both. Nah, me. I'm not, I'm not, oh, yeah, <laughs> me. Okay. Yeah. Go, oh, me. So just like here, my stuff is out of my house. Mm-hmm. So my son sees it. He sees me do it. Mm-hmm. He asks me about it. He talk about it. Mm-hmm. So I asked him. Well, okay, he's not. So he's interested in a lot of things. But the main thing he's interested in is holding that phone in his hand. So I'm teaching him how to do stuff through the phone in his hand. I don't. So I agree with you. All that shit. We do. Te- we do tell him to be entrepreneurs and don't tell him where else. That's why earlier when I asked you or said the comment of, why not find out what that talent is? They have young engineers of Atlanta. If your child is outside building a whole shitload of Legos, that's engineering. Put his ass in robotics, and then just move like that. You're, and again, getting back to. Parents not knowing their children, which I think we have completely fucked that shit up, because we're considerably trying to find this job, that job, to make this money. We have to though. In actuality, we don't have to. Stop living way above your fucking means. Listen. I, I don't agree, but I not agree, everybody but is like that. Like, that's a select few you talking about. No, oh, it's, 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 a, it's a lot of niggas that live way above yeah, their means. Yeah, but you can't encompass not to, everybody. Not yes, you can. Not you to. can't. You call yes, out who right. needs to be called back. It's okay. motherfuckers well, out there. But it there. ain't a select. Not, a not, lot. Okay, so. It's a lot. How okay. many, how many fucking, how many goddamn devices do you need? What you mean? And I'm, I'm going to say this because I just saw it out my eye, corner of my eye. And I'm not really pointing at you. Remember, no, I got you. Yeah, I got an Apple Watch. I got a MacBook Pro at home. No, 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 no. You have a smart watch. Yes. You have your phone sitting right in front of you. Yes. If a text message comes through, there should be no problem with you picking this up. Right. So that's my thing. I thought about getting a smart watch. But then I was like, you know what? First of all, I don't really, I like the power of telling a nigga, hey, have my phone on me. Right. So, <laughs> so, right. so when it comes to doing that, that shit is a little bit too much. That's extra for you. I use it, you know. So, like you said, encompassing everybody. I use it for my workouts. I use it for my calories. I use it for when I go running, not to have to have this on my arm or have a pocket. I actually pay the extra ten dollars for this to have service on it, so I could go out with my AirPods, which another gadget that I have at home to go run and listen to my music and to keep my calories and all that. That's what I did. But my daughter, for example, she has a job, but she's saving for a car. Her phone, she dropped it in water. 
this chick wants to go out and spend seven hundred dollars to upgrade her phone because her phone is three years old i said but your insurance is 150 dollars to replace this phone why you gonna go out and get it because what you have is an eight it's an it's an eight pro well, that's right? works that's just teenagers. as long as it works Right. But now, it, now it doesn't work. But you know what I'm saying? Shout out, shout out, yeah, shout yeah. out to my dog, Ralph. Ralph say you can show your, your son without being what you want him to be. Hey, man, me and Ralph had this conversation Just before. Like, Tell Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> Let me read this, man. <laughs> Just like he was taught to be better than other parents, not having a smartwatch think it is a great device to, to be in hands-free. You know what I'm saying? But, I, I mean, I like what you said about Go ahead and encompass you're encompassing everybody because this is a debate that i've gotten into with a lot of people on social media about what we're doing for schools and everybody is all up in arms that fulton county is opening back face to face and they're giving you the option for virtual but you don't have all the academic options available for virtual and my thing is you are looking at your middle class privilege of mm. having high-speed internet of having a device of being able to work from home do you know there are people who don't have that privilege who are frontline workers who have young children that whether it's right or not the school system is as much an education service as it is a babysitting service for them and so for you to say oh we just need to go all virtual this don't make no sense it's because you are looking from the lens of your middle class privilege or the kids that just go to school just to eat. Or the kids that go to school just to eat. There are so many kids that only get the meals that we serve them. And so it is not an easy answer. Like, I would hate to be a superintendent right now because all your answers are wrong. Either yeah. the teachers are going to be mad at you, the parents are going to be mad at you, or the kids are going to be mad at you. But you can't lump everything into your specific lens. Our lenses were created from the life that we grew up with from the emotions that we have inside of us. Ralph, so stop co-signing, nigga. To the... To what it is that you're experiencing right now, and we can't judge everybody else's perspective off of our personal lens. So, thanks. It, it, on uh -huh. both sides. It's on both sides. Y'all both saying I can't, I can't, hold on, wait, wait, wait. This is going to sound very arrogant, stupid as fuck. Why can't I judge your shit from my shit? First of all, not saying that I do it. Me, motherfucker. Not, <laughs> why not? That's number one. Why not? First of all, because it ain't I'm not, first, first, of all, first of all, I, I, I like that. First of all, I'm not saying, I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that. You, but, can, take, you can have an assessment, you can have an opinion. I can do what the fuck I want to do. Can I, can I not? Shit on me. Why not? Because I, no, no, no. Come on, come on. I like it. I like it. I like it. <laughs> because it's not our, when it's all said and done, it's not our place. And I think that's what we were talking about before we started this. Yeah. It's not my place to put my shit on you. That's where empathy comes into play. Motherfuckers don't have no fucking empathy. They don't understand the shit. You don't, you, you don't even want to put yourself in somebody else's shoes and see what it might potentially feel like to be something other than what your reality is. Here, and that's why everybody here's wants the funny everybody thing, else to do what they Guess what? right. Guess what? Here's the funny thing. If I don't judge you and piss you the fuck off, we don't have this conversation. Shit me. I can have this conversation. Yes, you, again, there you go. You <laughs> Now you're putting yourself. You just you're said your we don't have this conversation. No, 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 we do. Yes, we do because we're, we have the ability of just sitting down and talking and understanding that we can see abroad. Right. The people who judge 
don't until they until they actually sit down and, and tell the person that's sitting across from them that they're judging that hey you, what the fuck are you talking about and then that person says hey look this is what's going on that's where that conversation comes in honestly the people that judge don't give a shit until it impacts them mm. so the people that have the inability to have this we're gonna, we're gonna go back to the we're gonna go back to, to the beginning of the system we're gonna go back to the beginning of the system like no seriously the people <laughs> that, that, that can sit down and have this educated conversation are not the motherfuckers that need to have the conversation and, and or, exactly. or, or they can verbal they can't verbalize it so by y'all having this conversation Either somebody who can't empathize might have seen it and be like, oh, shit, I never thought about that that way. That's the purpose of having these conversations on these platforms is that just by chance, one motherfucker might catch something. And then, hey, they might learn something and we progress from it. All right, man. Fuck this shit. <laughs> How do we even get to this? Going? <laughs> hey man, it's a lot of shit going on. So like, this wasn't on the playing field. Uh thought process but COVID is spiking. Y'all don't even y'all stay on here for that bullshit. Y'all got it. I mean <laughs> in reality I got one big theory for all of it. Hey, I don't give a fuck. Either way it go on red. <laughs> no, no, I, I mean it's, it's and the reason why I brought so it up because Schmitty out I'm and the goddamn he outside, goddamn. Oh, no, but see the thing about the I, thing I mean I've been outside nah, too. Nah nigga. Fuck that. Smitty outside. I just can't. And see, I, I know, and, and, and think about it, I know about Smitty is, I know he in the DJ booth, though. So his his interaction is totally different than somebody else's interaction. He's still isolated. He is still, I, I just, I, the 18th who is speaking, I literally just spoke this to the 18th who is speaking, and I was like, Smitty outside every day, I follow his social media, plus we, we communicate, we conversate, and it's like, his interaction is different because he's isolated, and they don't let nobody in the DJ booth. Never have, unless they know you. That's just how the DJ booth works. So, seeing how, how is it outside for real now with this shit going on, bro? Because... Let's, let's exchange stories. Go ahead. Nah, we gotta switch it up. Because he's he's outside and he looking. Because I passed through Edgewood last night. Go ahead. But see, it, that shit was lit. That's what I'm saying. It's 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 a little. It's different. Like the city is different. It's really it's it's different. But like Edgewood, see, Edgewood is different because that ain't Edgewood. That shit that going on, that's New Atlanta. Mm. That ain't Atlanta. Atlanta, Atlanta is. It's, it's Atlanta been, now. You can you right, can right. you can try I, to I, twist I, it any way, but I, it is I, now. I, I, it's been a to, good two. To, it's to been a good certain, two. It's been to, a good two months of Edgewood looking the exact on, same. Old Nat been bumping every night, and we ain't know that going on. No, nah, that's, 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 that's a fact. But old Nat, old Nat ain't never been Edgewood. That's what I'm trying to tell you. That's what I'm saying. Edgewood is. I'm outside my car. We walking. But Edgewood is like that now because. That's where the gentrification has happened. Where all the folks buying Airbnbs in Auburn Glen is now 780. So these folks come from everywhere else in the edge. Of course. That's what's going on. The Nat ain't like that. Westside ain't like that. They trying to do Bankhead, but you see what's going on. Oh, no, that's, they they, they so, pulled it off so, the other night. But it goes, that was only two weekends, though, see, bro. Because I'm from the West, though, bro. I can let you know. You but it Bo- happened, though. You had Bowen Holmes Day. And that's when we did, and then you have Bankhead. It still happened. 
But it's uh, uh, it's something that happens. And y'all want to talk about it? But it's because of Kemp. And y'all just no, y'all no, no, can do no, no, all. No, 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 no. I'm gonna tell you stop, like this. Stop, stop, no. stop. This shit happened every <laughs> year. You tell me stop. You can say that. I'm telling it you. It happened every year. That is awesome. I'm but from there. The nigga opened the city up on the 16th. It don't fucking matter. Every 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 cousin I or every friend I heard from every other state was here. He stopped. Was here. Because here from, was open. It don't matter. I'm not talking about the people that's here. We're talking about everybody that Let me came here. I'm going re, to repeat this to you. Okay. Though. What right. happened on the west side was going to happen regardless if it was open or not. I'm from that neighborhood. Them niggas don't give a fuck about authority, bro. You ain't coming through that. That street is shit. She know. We gonna shut this street down, and it's totally understand what you're saying. So but you said COVID spiking. I right? do, I do understand. Okay, well, this my is point part is, of the reason why. Yeah, part, the part. other half of the reason why is that they just started testing. These numbers are gonna continue to go up because when this shit, no, 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 because when people wasn't getting tested, they was telling you, hey. Go home for 14 days. It was people you dying get, okay. without a test. You okay. wasn't getting was tested. They were sending your okay. ass home. Okay. So now all these numbers coming in and people scared. They want to blame protests and this and that. See, Wait till the rest of the numbers see, but, catch up. See, but, 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 this, I know it's real. I got this relatives my whole, with This is my whole take on it. I've been outside every day. And Delta had me outside. Boom. Keep it like that. No shit. Straight up. Nigga, there ain't no cap. I'm going to work. So I'm outside. Yeah. Did we are, we essential. Essential, right? Hey. I'm essential. Boom. So, anyway, if you look at if you look at know, what right? Kim, if you look at what Kim I'm gonna go did, grab my two dollars. <laughs> you talking about Kim opening up? Yeah. You can't be mad and, and, and pick your poison because you can't be mad at the protest when they killed George Floyd. See, then everybody was outside. Mm. Nigga was still outside. They were still doing what they were doing. That's when they went parties. outside for real. So yeah. you so you can't be mad. I'm not saying not saying anybody is, but you can't be mad at the folk that's outside doing right. what they're doing anyway with the, in real life, not just for the protests. Right. I I just say I, I have a, a girlfriend. She lives in Virginia, and she is super scared of all of this stuff. Right. Like, she had a breakdown the other day because she went to the gas station and touched the pump and forgot to sanitize her hand before she rubbed her eye, right? And she was on the way to her friend's house and had a breakdown at the friend's house because a friend had her older, her elderly parents there. She's yeah. like, oh, my God, I have it, I have it. But then on the flip side, this can't be our life forever. And so... You have to find a way to adjust and adapt. find a way... To figure this out, and even in, in, and if we're if we are quarantining and social distancing, what what's the goal? Because even once they find a vaccine, niggas ain't finna let you stick us with no needle. Well, it's like and put some shit I up just, in I, us. I, I really just not until not till it's coming I really to just, the end. I really just posted <laughs> something because at the end of the day, you go get tested. They say you don't have it. You can get exposed you that afternoon. It, exactly. The minute you walk out. As soon as you mm-hmm. walk out. One of the workers could have exposed your ass. But it just is a way to live And uh in Brazil, majority of the work majority of the people who have gotten it are the people who actually work at the hospital. Are the nurses. So the nurses are the ones who have been dying in Brazil. Who they've been building all these uh doggo uh whatchamacallit's for. You know what I'm saying? Who putting in these graves. So that's who's been dying. I just sat there and watched. ABC early this morning was like, 
majority, all these people who they done buried are the nurses. I just, I, this, what we're doing is not a long-term solution. And when we should have completely, totally shut down and shut in was in March. It's not possible if no, it's airborne. I, know, no, I get it. But if, when we completely, when, when, when this would have helped is before it got to this point. Right? right, but now people are hurting financially, they hurt mentally, right. and and the economy itself is hurting. Right. So we can't continue to say. So what is that a failure oh, on? It's a failure on leadership. No, it's a failure on the whole fucking system, not yeah. just. Yeah. <laughs> I, I knew that was that's, that's it. That's what I'm standing back because we watched every. You guys sitting there talking about this shit. I'm like, this, it's not really about that but shit. But, but this is just the end. But this is whole. This is just. A, this is just an indication of why things need to change. Right. Like even okay, so even if you weren't like in the the minority or the people going through the struggle in general, if you was sitting at home in the one percent in your the comfortable couch and you watched them just fuck everything up. Where did the people who did and like I know people who were safe. Who were safe. Safer than majority who the people who wipe shit down before they bring it into their house. The people that take their clothes off in the garage before they walk into the house. Like I know some of them people who ended up getting it. So this is not a long term solution. Neither is virtual learning for the kids. Neither like all this unemployment, y'all being, you know, given options from your company, but your options if you didn't have something else to go to, you couldn't take that option. My thought process is they made a big deal. Oh, oh okay, all right. You know, I was financially lost for a minute. you didn't I personally feel like they made it bigger than what it really is, because if you're saying that I'm, it I'm, is, it I'm, is, it is airborne. Regardless if you got a mask on or not, you're probably going to get it. The thing, the the, the numbers say ninety eight percent of the people who get it get rid. It's you know not even ninety eight percent. I did the math on the death rate and the and the. Uh, it is a point. Two nine percent fatality rate for based on the numbers right now. Point two exactly. And so I'm, nine fear, rate. They're moving off of fear. That's why I think it's more about a control thing. I, I look at it simply like this: a gas mask looks the same no matter where the fuck you go. If it's about safety, every mask will look the same. Mm-hmm. How can you just tell me put on a mask and it don't look like I don't my mask don't look like yours? So it's not about safety, it's more about control. That's why I stand there on the end. And N95 mask. And the thing about N95 mask is it shoots it shoots the bad you don't get the bad bacteria. But let's just say you sick. You're projecting it out though. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So it protects it this way, but it don't it protect was, that way. Exactly. Yeah. So you're not. But it's for other. It, the, the mask is for other people. But the thing about yeah. it is, when they say go get the mask that the nurses have, that's only good for a sterile area, though. Right. So everything it doesn't everything work. That, but everything they it's suggest now is just for you to be in short-term contact with somebody. Exactly. So well, if I go into a store, I buy something and I leave. Like I said, if you sit in a room even with a mask on with somebody for over ten minutes, both of your masks become irrelevant. It don't matter. 
It don't matter what and you wrap six, your face and the with. Six feet. They got studies coming out now talking about air conditioning units. Yeah, it just blows it around. Blowing. Yeah. So like so, six. Logically, I, I knew that. No. Yeah, I know. Uh, Who didn't know that shit? I'm well. I said people should know that shit. <laughs> oh, let's go back to the when education. We're talking about critical thinking skills. We're not learning that shit. So like we're in a, we're in Georgia. We're not on top of each other. Compared to being in LA or New York City, right. okay. which makes sense. So if you were one person who actually had it, and you stay in an apartment unit, and you blow it out, you're going. Somebody else is going to get affected by it because y'all breathing the same air. Okay. Here, point blank. And you got to tell that unit you got. You can't be quarantined in that unit because you're going to affect somebody else. Yeah. 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 Here, point blank. I, I'm, uh, I'm gonna let y'all have it. I'm tired of talking about that. 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 I mean, that is not. <laughs> but at the end of the day, man, that is the reality <laughs> we are in right now, though, man. It. Regardless. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's the, it's the, it's, it's what I've been, have come to say. It's just the new, the new reality, and everybody's going off of a fear, a fear thing, and they keep pushing this fear thing to keep controlling everybody. So it's like, man, you know what? I'm going to treat this just like me treating the system. I'm just going to go on and do my life, live my life, let my children live their life. Um, my wife just flew back in um, with my son. There was a party across the street, and the father asked me if my son could come across. I said, yeah. Now, I before this, when this happened, they were, they panicked. So... In order for my son to be able to play with his son, which is their best friends, I said, you know what? I'm going to allow my son to play, you know, but this is what I'm going to do first. I'm going to detox him. And I told the father, I'm going to detox him, and then I send him over. So my son still lives, and I will bend, the, bend a little bit to make you feel comfortable because at the end of the day, my son still has to play and have the interaction with humans. Mm-hmm. So that's what, I mean, I don't, I don't agree with this shit. I still believe in human. I like. I'm from the '80s. I like human. Rea- I like human inter- interaction. All this virtual shit to me That's personally is bullshit. That human that you need that thing. to survive. Like, like. That's why they so fucked up in the head. These exactly. kids that don't socially interact. That's what I was. Yeah, they yes. So fucked up. <laughs> yes. And I'm, I'm fearful. I say fearful, but I'm I'm worried about this younger generation right now that is not getting. The interaction and the socialization and the love and the everything that comes along that with, comes along with going to school about. and going. Do y'all with eat dinner together? Me and my kids. Yeah. Sometimes. Okay. I mean, at least it's that. Because we. Yeah. I mean, if I if I cook, I will say this now: if one of us actually cooks a meal, yes, we sit down together. But our schedules are so crazy. You know, with teenagers, got one that's always at somebody's practice the other one works nights my daughter works nights at fedex okay so we're rarely but see that's that's getting to the family structure that's the thing that's shit that we miss mm-hmm. like i think i, I think I, I formed you about it the top of the year i set my family down and said look this is how we're gonna do this we all don't want to be working for anybody me personally i don't want none of y'all niggas working for anybody right. so this is how we're gonna do this the old godfather the movie godfather mm-hmm. we're gonna run it like a we're gonna run this family like a business. So every quarter we sit down, we have a meeting mm-hmm. about what you're doing. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. You say you want to do this? Well, let's keep pushing you and see where you are at this quarter. So we do that shit every... What's that? Good night. No, no, no. Go ahead. 
We do it. We do that every quarter. Go. You can cut. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm cut sorry, me off. I don't want you to forget. Myself. I don't want you to forget. Go I'm ahead. Not, Go. Not, okay. So, myself. so that's and um, that's one thing that getting back to the family structure, where we have families. No, I'm not even gonna say families. People have offspring. People share blood. People, yeah, people share blood or have offsprings, but don't actually treat them like family. Yeah. You treat your dog like family, but you ain't gonna treat your eight-year-old child or your ten. And that's the problem we have, especially us. I'm not saying us at the table, but us. We don't treat our family like family. But the part of that comes from system. That you're trying to live in? <laughs> that you're trying to live in, right? <laughs> but I, I mean, I can't. With my kids, what I did when we, when, when, when COVID happened and we were shut down, like we lost my my daughter missed half of her spring semester of freshman year at FAMU. You talk about. Nigga sad to come home. Like I gotta come home and I gotta stay here. And she didn't have a car. And you can't go nowhere, right? So we spent a little time, like you know, licking our wounds. Like this, this is fucked up. This is for the birds. But my kids are talented. Okay. And I decided to tell them because I do a lot of work on myself, and I had to reflect and realize that the things that I do that make me the creative person I am, the talented person I am. I was not intentional. <laughs> you didn't grow up in the hood. I did. I didn't live right. Don't make me joke, right? I don't know what it is. No. <laughs> you didn't grow up in the hood. No, but, but um, one thing that I told, like my kids, my daughter crochets. She likes to crochet. That is like her mindless thing. So while she's watching her YouTube, she crochets, right? Mother's Day. She crocheted me a cardigan. Okay. That was my gift. But I told them, I said, we are going to invest in our crafts. I write. You know, I write. I love to read. I love to learn about myself and all of that stuff. And so I'm investing in that on a daily basis. My son is an artist. And now he has started to uh, cook. He loves to just try new recipes and stuff like that. And so I made it a point. I said, during this time, we are going to come out of this better than when we went into it. And I made sure that we're investing. Now my son is is working on designing, um, customizing shoes. And so he's practicing it. He's doing research on the different transfer papers and different everything. But I made sure, I'm like, look, we ain't just going to be sitting around here staring at the TV, playing PS4. We going to get better. And I do that. But they go to their dad's house. That's a totally different story. It goes from reverse back to it's a totally different story, but we've been divorced for so long. I've been able. We they know that shit that fly over there, that don't fly over here. I mean, they, already, that's, they already know that's, that. Dad's parent different. I'm, I'm guilty of it all the time. I, my, oh, okay, well. Yeah. So, but they know because I used to have to deprogram them. Now they actually prefer what? my home. You want to, they prefer you want to the structure that? of my home. They prefer yeah. the activities <laughs> of the <laughs> 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 I'm the only woman here. I'm going to say, everybody, everybody parents different. Everyone does. Dad's parent different from mothers. I'm telling you. Go ahead. 
Yeah, you can say you you might you know I'm just gonna we we because I say this even we watch our kids differently. Yes, say, we do. I'm like that but, Kevin Hart shit was a joke, but that shit was real. Serious. Now I, and I say it like this: when it get too, hey, what y'all doing in there? My we're more lenient. We're way more lenient. But my 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 daughter's mom because y'all not nurturing way more lenient, lenient than I am to a certain extent. So that's non-parenting. You're not brought up to be a natural. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's like, it's easier to be super lenient than it is to have structure and then follow through on it because the niggas is going to travel. Like you said, if you don't do X, Y will happen. The motherfuckers are not going to do X. And he's like, nigga, I know I got to do Y. Like I told you, if you didn't do this shit, you couldn't have your birthday party. And now I got to fucking not have your birthday party? Like, I got to go and cancel. So being an actual parent that follows through on your discipline, that's why I don't. But see, that's what I, I don't risk shit. That's why that I I'm feel like I excel. <laughs> like, I excel at Y. No. I'm waiting for you to go ahead and do X so I can do Y. <laughs> see, that's, like, well, we're, the same, we're the same boat. Go ahead. We're the same boat. You go ahead, because I'm going to pull up. Yeah, we're, 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 we're in the same, we're in the same, me and him the same boat. Like, it's not even that. I would tell you not to do the smallest shit. Just just because I know you're going to do the smallest shit. And I want to, I want to fuck you up. I ain't gonna lie. I I want. I can't wait for my son to become a teenager. I want to fuck him up. I think that's why I ain't got no son. The reason is the reason I'm saying that is because going back to the system, mm-hmm. we're living here. The system is going to do a lot worse than what I'm going to Absolutely. do. So I'm so I'm putting you in a position to understand that when somebody tell you don't do something, it's a reason they're telling you don't do it. Do. So what you need to do, what I know, what I'm doing is I'm conditioning you not to do that bullshit. Right. Now, uh, get to the system. We we are living up under the system. So I'm out. I'm teaching you how to be a part of the system, in the system, but not be controlled of the system. Yes. So that's so I'm. Just like, I'm I, I want you. I want. I want to fuck you. I want to fuck you up. I will say my kids. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you. I said that. Oh my. <laughs> you ain't never so said that loud. I just said I want to give away. I never said that. You ain't never said that. That's exactly what you mean. No, it's different though. I got girls. I can't. I can't do that. I got my oldest is a girl. But I got all I got is girls. Okay. So I was super strict from Girl birth dad. to to birth to my son. He needed it until about five or six. My daughter needed it until about eight or nine. And then after that, I don't have to do much. Like they get in line and they do what they're supposed to do because of how strict I was. But I'm also a different type of mom. I'm gonna tell you how I know because my son has played travel baseball since he was six. And when I tell you them mamas, I'll be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like. Let that boy carry his own fucking bag. You know, like, oh, hell no. Like, don't baby him. This nigga forgot his shoes. You deal with it. My son forgot something for practice. Fuck you. You tell the coach (laughs) that you forgot it. And if he figures out something, that's on him. But mama is not going back to go get the shit that you forgot. Because this is your sport. You take responsibility for it. And I... But that ain't what the mamas that we play with. Oh no, I, yeah, yeah, no, I or, get that. Mama, mama. Yeah, or even like coaching from the sidelines. Coach, the game is not the time for me for my voice to drown out the coach's voice. That is not the time. Now we can have a conversation in the car, but even in the car, I'm not gonna be down in the coach. I'm gonna say, how did you feel about the game? What could you have done differently? to be more successful. Do you feel like you were successful? Those are the conversations we had. So I'm not one of them mamas that's coddling my son, even though I love him so much and he is so precious and he just be like, mm-hmm. I don't do that shit in his face. 
Got, got another, another topic. <laughs> <laughs> we, we I ain't gonna lie. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for you to fuck up. I ain't gonna lie. You got a time limit with me. Fuck up. I want you to fuck up. That's so why. I got a camera in the house watching you so you can oh fuck up. So you're not gonna allow them because my me, me and my ex have different views on this. Like, there is some shit that I did as a teenager. That I probably shouldn't have gotten away with, but it's a part of who I am, and it's a part of coming into adulthood. Not saying I'm just gonna give you the the just the freedom to do whatever the fuck you want to do, but like I did some dumbass shit. I'm gonna give you the leeway to kind of do some dumbass shit because I don't want you doing the dumbass shit when the stakes are much higher. And you a grown ass motherfucker, and your dumbass shit is gonna land you in jail, or your dumbass shit is gonna oh, land no, you no. pregnant. I, I, like I'm not gonna watch you like that. I don't. I don't. Go I can't. I'm not watching. That. That's like, what, I'm, like, I'm really not watching you like that. Dumbass shit. Yeah. Then I'm gonna tell you what you did was some dumbass dumb shit. shit. Don't <laughs> do that dumbass shit again. Like I'm gonna let this one ride, but when you do it again, I'm gonna let it rain on you, and then I'm gonna let you understand that, like my oldest now, hey. You're 18 now. What you get caught doing out there, mm -hmm. that carries adult time. Mm -hmm. So you go out there and get the scrapping. Like my mama told me, you get one. Mm -hmm. And I got my one. And then when I got to the two and three, I had to deal with that shit on my own. I ain't had one, folks. Yeah, I, ain't, I, I don't give one. I don't I give one. one. I don't give oh, one. No, you get one. No. I don't give one. I feel like it, if it's not done, like, because you, you entitled. I'll take, the, I'll take that back. I'll take that back. I'm I do. Bro, I, do. I got my you one. You just told me your daughter got three. three. Yeah, I I I'll take that back. I ain't get one. That's why I said I take it back. That's why I take it back. I ain't but, get one. This is this. I got one. I, I ain't and I used this it. Is the, this is the, and then after that one, you go to jail, my nigga. I was in there. I appreciate my kid. Ain't nothing like I was in. Your ass gonna now stay see, in there. See, that's what. That's you what. Figure your way out. The facts. You did this. Well, well, I'm kind of like I, the last situation oh, just happened. I told you about. Right. I, I sat down. And I thought about it. Like, I'm kind of upset at the city. No. The city I grew up in, because I don't have the ability no more to take my children to show them where I came from. And I don't want y'all, the reason I'm, 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 I'm as strict as I am is because, look, this is where I came from. You don't, nigga, you live in a house in a, in a subdivision. You ain't gotta walk over dead bodies. You ain't gotta walk over dope addicts. You ain't gotta do that shit. So why are you doing this dumb shit? Nigga, I pay taxes now. Yeah, but they don't know that. And that's what that's what I, I like. That's what my girl tries to get me to understand. Sometimes, like the life that I lived, how my mom raised me, and how she was raised by her grandmother, is like night and day. Like it's a difference between being spoiled and and being hey, you gonna have to work for everything that you get. And if you want that, this is what you're gonna do. Like I remember my first pair of hundred dollar shoes to this day. I still ain't had a hundred dollar pair of shoes. Because no, but I'm just saying, my mama said, Hey, you want these that lawnmower is outside? You go cut grass and make sure you put them gas. Oh, I passed that. But I bought all mine. And I went back and bought them. They they were right there in the closet. Them Iversons, the first ones, right there in the closet. You know what I saw my son, he's had a hundred dollar pair of shoes. I went to the store. I saw them Iversons. I wanted to get them, but you know what I said? 
I don't want to pay a hundred dollars for the bitches. They more than a hundred. They was. I can tell you this how bad it was. They was one fourteen ninety nine. I rem. I will never forget that. They was one sixty plus tax when I bought them this time, and it's the same fucking shoe. But but because I know that I earned that shit, everything else that I got, even my first car, it was like a split decision. Like, okay, you got some money saved up. I'm gonna take the money that you got. I'm gonna help you get this car. This car ain't got no transmission. I buy the transmission for you. Then my uncle was like, "You want this car to run? You be at this house Saturday at seven o'clock in the morning, and we put that transmission in that car." That was my first car. Ain't no, oh, I graduated and gave you a car. Nah, nigga, you supposed to graduate. Now this is my. Now this is my. I'm a. I have had hundred dollar pair of shoes. I've never paid a hundred dollars for a pair of shoes. So I have had hundred dollar pair of shoes, but I just never paid for them. So what you brought up something, and I think we, our generation, um, and my daddy said this a long time before he passed, and a long time before the situation looked the way it did. He said that uh, he said that my, our children are going to be the first generation to do worse than their parents. Mm. And I think part of it is we've we've progressed and we have advanced so much, us 80 babies, that we're not letting our children go through the struggles we went through because they don't have to. But part of what made us so grimy and so like gritty and able to, to hustle through this shit is the shit that we went through. And so we're creating these soft ass, I'm telling you, the kids in the schools, these motherfuckers are soft as shit. Coronavirus. They soft. <laughs> what? <laughs> How you get there? <laughs> Coronavirus. But, they, but they're soft. And part of it is because. that we are not, because we have succeeded and we want them to benefit from our success. Even the ones that have, that are, um, that are making them kind of work for it. Like I was just saying about my son, my son does yards in the neighborhood, right? And so there's some equipment that is run by a battery. I bought the equipment for our yard. So I bought the weed eater and the blower because I didn't want the gas powered. I wanted the battery powered. Um, the battery that came with it dies too quickly. So I went to the store. I got a bigger battery. And I asked him. Hold on. I said. You said no. But I asked him. We finna get into it. Hold on. I said, what is, because part of it, I bought the equipment for our yard, and he just hustled. He went out there. He was mowing our yard, and he ended up picking up two additional yards. Contracts. He ended up picking up two yards and then picked up a yard down the street on his own hustle. So the equipment was bought for us. But his hustling got him yards in the neighborhood. I bought a bigger battery, but before I bought it, I said, look, I said, you complain about this dying too quickly. What are you willing to invest in upgrading your equipment so that you could do a better job? And he, and he said, you know, he's willing, I'll pay half. Cool, I'ma take $50. This double pack, 15. Okay. This double pack of batteries cost $99. I'ma take $50 from you. I'm willing to put $50 because part of it is for our yard. And we're going to go about it. Same thing with his investment with his shoes. Why should I put money up for you if you're not investing in your craft yourself? What are you willing to put up so that I will then? And so, but even with that. You're leasing my equipment. This motherfucker is still spoiled as shit. He's still still spoiled. And his dad spoils him like hell. Why? Because his dad was spoiled growing up. And his thing is 
He don't give us no issues. He does what he's supposed to do. He's a straight A student in the magnet program, takes two sports during COVID, research workouts on his own to figure out how to get his weight up and how to do baseball and practice his swing and all of that. So his dad feels like, because you're that kid, I'm going to do everything for you. Supposed to. My son is like, nah, nigga, I want my own shit. My son wanted to, to get work. a job Supposed at Publix. To. My to son work. wanted to do... He's doing everything right. No, because part no. that's part of the reason why they don't understand. Because even if we were doing everything right in when we were growing up, we the parents are like, shit, yeah. what, you want a cookie? Yeah, Nigga, exactly. you supposed to do that First shit. off, you supposed to make good you grades. Supposed you supposed to do that supposed shit. To. Right. I, I'm going to give you help because I see your work ethic is where right. it needs to be. Right. I'm going to help you when I realize that what you're doing as far as in working or something like that, yeah. if, if, if something else starts to fall to the wayside yeah, right. as a parent, I'm here to catch you and let right. you know, look, yeah, this exactly. is what you're doing. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. But, but you don't but, get everything. But you don't no, get no, everything. Not on demand. But the problem is, that's Shit. what happens. Hey, bro, I can drop 20 points a game. Dad going to give me every guy. Nope. No, nigga, you not got a whole bad. bunch of other shit you need to take care of because when real life hits you, you're going to have to take care of all that right. other shit plus what you got to do. But right. even if you taking care of all of that, like what I'm saying is back in the day, that did not get us a cookie. That did not get us a $100 pair of shoes. That did not get us the the best car. It was like, no, that's a, that's your basic payment for living in the, for being a child and growing up and living in this house and me not putting my foot in your throat every this fucking day. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's like that's the basics. You don't get a cookie for graduating. You don't get a cookie for for washing the dishes without being asked. Yeah. But nowadays everybody wants a fucking cookie. Huh? Does it get a hug? Well, see, that's what, don't like that's hug. what happened. But does it get one? That used to okay, be. I, <laughs> that, that, I appreciate that shit. I appreciate that. Yeah, she right. She right. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. That's what I used to tell my mom. I appreciate that, cuz. This is like I grew up in the household. Out of all my siblings, I was the only one who had a job in high school because I like clothes. My mom was like, nigga, I'm not buying them clothes. Your shit costs too much. Yep. You like a certain type of taste. Yep. Like, I'm not buying that damn Ralph Lauren. I got two other fucking children. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to goddamn get that shit? You go get your job and you buy that shit on your own. Yep. Cool. Guess what? I had me a job when I was goddamn in the 10th grade. Nigga, I had Them niggas didn't have a job till they graduate. Them niggas didn't have a job till they graduated college. You hear what I'm saying? <laughs> they till they, they graduate. We were blessed. I will put it to you like that. But at the end of the day, my mom was like, I'm not purchasing none of that. Because that ain't in my guy. I can't afford that. She could have, but she lying. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's keep it one side. It, wasn't it in wasn't her budget. budget, though. It ain't in her budget. You got to respect it. But see, that goes back to what I said earlier. We live outside our means. I ain't outside. live outside of my means. I'm not saying you. I'm, I'm, live, talking, I'm talking about the parents. Like, I wouldn't got a job that was my like, ease. Like my ex husband, <laughs> my ex husband is an engineer. Been an engineer for 20 years. He ain't living outside his means. He buying what the fuck he want to buy for his kids. He's living in the house. He actually living in the house that he grew up in. So you took over your parents' old house. Nigga ain't got no mortgage. He he could buy his son a $300 bike. All his son knows is he got a $300 bike. Now he don't know that it came free when his dad bought the bike that he bought. But he can get whatever he wants. He just got them J's got sent to the house. And ones that just came out just got delivered to the house the other day. Why does he need some J's? It ain't no school. Where he going? Who we getting fresh for? 
That's my take on it. IG, hey girl, what's up? <laughs> That's <laughs> exactly what you're doing. I know exactly what you're doing. Exactly what you're doing. What's up, girl? What's up? I mean, that's exactly. my take. He's showing, he's showing the whole show. <laughs> but my, but my parents like summer before high school. So I, my eyes are horrible. I have really thick glasses, and I was teased for a very long time for my really thick glasses. And I was like, y'all, I cannot start high school with these glasses. I'm about to say, I ain't never seen you with no glasses on, folks. Look. I cannot start high school with these glasses. My parents were like, you're always breaking your glasses. We're not buying you contacts. You're not responsible enough to take care of them. Glasses. <laughs> then, what did I do? What I was allowed to do at 14 was work at the pools. I could work four hours a day, 20 hours a week, and save up that money to buy myself my what? My contacts. Because fuck you, I'm not going to high school with these big ass Coke bottles. Birth control. They actually weren't, sir. No, 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 no. That's what, that's what they're called. It keep people from coming nah, at you. <laughs> oh, okay. It ain't hot. It's birth control. But I'm saying at the end of that, and also, my parents told me I'm doing a two, two. I'm doing a two for you. My school budget. Keeping babies out of the house. <laughs> and shoes and school supplies was $300. And my dad used to say, you better get you some jeans. It ain't going to be hot forever. I'm like, so 300 and then never no other dollars at all throughout the year. You learn how to flip it. So in order to work, in order to dress the way I wanted to dress, I had to work, period. And the only time from the time that I... From the time that I started working at 14 until I became a full-time employee, I only took one semester off from working, and that was the first semester of college. And I was like, fuck this shit. I got to I gotta work, and I got a job my second And see, that's when parents were being parents, because all the shit you complained about, they taught you some shit. Right. You learned, and we, and back to, yes, we don't, we don't, and I'm saying we, but I'm not exactly talking about us. We don't teach our children like good shit like that. Right. We look at it as a bad thing. Right. No, it's not a bad thing. They taught us responsibility. Responsibility. They taught you how to budget your money. They taught yep. you. They taught you financial things. They taught you all that. We don't do that shit today. Nope. And I, I'm really not. I don't want to um, uh, speak about your hus- your ex husband, but mm-hmm. he wasn't taught that. So he's now giving the same stuff that he was not taught to your son. Right, because he was taught you do what you're supposed to do. You get that shit. You get whatever you want. Yeah. My so that's what always need. told me, you don't ce- we don't celebrate mediocrity. Right. I'm not finna celebrate you doing what you're supposed to do. Yep. And like, You do some extraordinary shit, we'll celebrate then. <laughs> but until then, you do what you need to do. And, sure, and, and from there, I've always had a hustle. My hustles got me in trouble. Shit, my mom used to buy my school supplies in middle school. I used to sneak into her room, take them shits, and sell them. I had a whole locker that was, I would undercut the whole school store <laughs> till I got in trouble. I got my ass whooped. I had to buy my, but I had enough money put up to buy back all my school supplies and give my mama her money and keep doing what I was doing. We moved on from candy and from candy to CDs to everything else. And I look at it now when I look at my kids, I laugh because the other day, like, shit, my 12-year-old was, Taking her snacks to school and selling them. That's how, and now she know like, hey, I'm not giving you no money. She was like, that's fine, whatever. <laughs> she hit the apartment. She grabbing everybody trash. Came back with forty five dollars. Like, it's something you picking up something somewhere along the way. My son asked me. I was like, baby, I work in the schools. You can't be caught selling candy. He was like, hey, we got a BJ's membership now. 
Yeah. Can I sell candy at school? I, I won't get caught. I said, well, I, I work in the school, baby, so I can't. So I don't nobody care. I said, well, it's against the rules. So, no, we're going to find no, another way. Just to tell him, it. don't get caught, and I don't know <laughs> nothing. That's it. I, somebody I, took his ass. I agree with you, and I agree with you, but. If I were just a classroom teacher, yes, but I'm the motherfucker that take people's bags. That's fine. You just had to take his bag one day and be like, you know what? I'm sick of this shit. Here's a funny thing. Here's a funny thing. That's it. Don't knock the hustle. You should allow him to keep the privilege he has. You are privileged to tell him just like anybody else. Hey, look. I know these rules, but just for you because you're in the school. You're a privilege to him. You're a beneficiary to him. So let him succeed. Yeah, if you sweep past me, you smell bad me. That's yeah, it. Like, let him succeed. It, it sounds bad. Yeah, it sounds bad, but damn. Yeah, when Look, I catch don't you, let me catch it. you. So I will say this. I hear y'all. I really did hesitate. I did hesitate. That's good. As long as you did that. I did hesitate. But what start. it does is it undermines my authority to do that if everyone knows that my child is doing it. But so I don't know. Does your, child, does your parent does your parent know everything that you did? Nah. All right then. It ain't matter what I'm saying. My then. daughter would show up to school. Now you rode to school with me. Okay, we used to live in Decatur, so you rode twenty five fucking miles with me. And then I happened to come into your classroom. Bitch, why you got on a crop top? A whole new outfit. You got a fucking crop top? What the hell? So now I can't even hold nobody else accountable to damn dress code. Cause my daughter done roll with me for twenty five. No, no, you Why? can't. Because she had the sweatshirt on. I mean, I can't. I still did. You have to treat her just like everybody I else. I did. Why you that's not understand. Did. When I catch your ass, you catching the same shit everybody else. Here's, here's the thing, though. But the conversation you know, was six. Y'all catch out J two O podcast for the rest of the uh. What's going you on? Have, you have you have to podcast. be like yo, yo. That's some good shit. You you good. You good. Just don't let me catch you again. That shit. <laughs> I, I will. Yeah. You good. Let me tell you. I caught her ass. I caught her ass. She had to yeah, wear for a month a white t-shirt and jeans. I was like, these For a whole month. She had to wear a white t-shirt and jeans. I got to get some pants. Because oh, she, kept, cause she yeah. kept sneaking Damn. her little crop tops. Uh-huh. crazy. You guys are great. <laughs> yeah, Man, when you was talking about earlier, when you was talking about how, like, society is, like, rushing these kids. My 13-year-old, she, like, go shopping in the little section for her. And that's it. It's just a shitload of crop tops. And I was like, what the fuck are they doing to these kids? I I would take my daughter shopping. So, my daughter did gymnastics since she was eight. Okay. So, she looked like a little boy when she started high school. No lie. She ain't start her cycle until the end of freshman year. She ain't get boobs until... I mean, she she oh, did no. not advance. Lucky. Right. But that was the gymnastics. Right? Yeah, so yeah. then when she stopped gymnastics, she started to develop. But I would take her shopping, and I'd be like, where are the fucking regular like fucking clothes? Shirt, like, that'd be my... Like, my oldest, Can that is my the first... Waistband? I'm like, yo, where the rest of your shirt at? Like and I'm like I know you 18 but God damn like what's going on? <laughs> like my little one she 13 she done got everything it just yeah. you says uh, when you talking I'm about like, your son it's too much man um, I wanted to wait to after after the show but um it's still well I'm still recording yeah so I need to stop no 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 um your son he That's cutting everybody live. did you well, no I didn't know what he was finna ask no, oh no no it ain't nothing did you um did you um 
Your son has now created a business. Yes. Does he have a company? Does he have a company? So for his customizing his shoes. Okay. He it, it's going to be a. Uh, uh, what is it called? C2K, Chris's Custom Kits. Okay. Right? And so that's what he's trying to make a business. The, 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 um. Is he, is he good? He's working on it. I'll show you something. Look at, look at what this nigga. This is what he sends me and my daughter when we not home. Yo, I made some fried rice with the leftover rotisserie. Like, nigga, but why you never cook when we home? When we home, you make ramen noodles. Okay. Like, <laughs> okay. 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 So that's what he made. So he you said. You gotta start insulting it. Like, that shit ugly. Yeah. So he said that's. I bet it don't taste yeah. good. I bet it don't taste good. For the rice, he did save us. That shit look nice. So he found this recipe for some honey barbecue wings on TikTok and asked me to get the stuff for it. So I'm gone. My daughter is at a party, so she's not coming home. Look, so he sends us this picture. Oh, yeah, he, yeah. Oh, yeah, he messed with y'all. I, he took, he took like, his time, cut that. No, because my daughter, when she was in high school, she'd take the damn cooking class, and she'd be like, we cook this today. And it would be at the house, he'd be like, well, cook something. I don't really feel like it. Look, like, if you don't cook, nobody going to eat. And then he cut it. And then he cut the shit open so we could see the melted cheese. That's what's up. <laughs> and the sauteed onions and bell peppers. You old sorry joker. <laughs> but, uh, we, but we'll be home. But I told him he's finna get in that cooking rotation. He finna have your own day, sir, to make dinner. So, okay, let me ask you this. When did he start? At what age did, did he have to start, I guess, adding to the family? So to speak, like cleaning, cooking? Work. He actually wanted to. Yeah, on the go. Okay. So I taught him. So... What's hilarious is that uh, when they were growing up, okay, when I first started at Westlake, my first four years, I lived in Smellville. So I was commuting 50 miles each way. My daughter was doing competitive gymnastics in Peachtree Corners. He was playing football in Tucker and baseball in the spring in Decatur. We was hardly ever home, right? So shit would pile up. He asked me to teach him how to use the washing machine. So I started him out with, um, he was about six. I said, sort your clothes in this hallway. I taught him how to sort them. And then I'll grab your pile when I do my pile. And then it got to the point where once he learned how to sort his clothes, I was taking too damn long for him to so wash the clothes. Wash so he asked me to teach him how to use the washing machine so he could work, do his own stuff. That might've been around seven or eight. And at that time, he got his own day. <laughs> He got his own damn day for uh, the dishes. Okay. But see, we were hardly see ever I got home. an 18 year old. Her mom would still be washing her clothes for. See, my, my shit. No. Like, yeah. she'll wash something if she. Cause even when, like, she been cheering since she was three. Mm -hmm. And she run track. So she's done all of that. Camera yeah, but I'm still recording. Bro, what's up? I, I was going to serve myself some alcohol. Oh, yeah, you could. Good. I'm just saying, like, teachers, the shit. Still no, you can't do it. <laughs> yeah, you can't so do it. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. But then it's not good for teachers to drink no, it's at not all. At all. Even though I'm 40. So I be arguing. I be arguing with her mom like you don't understand the difference. But like we was raised different, so it, it shit shit just occurred different. Like you talking to the, the system? Was, what's they call that shit? A lot of kids. Yeah. 
Like I used to go to school by myself. I was a latchkey kid. First grade, first first last first grade. I knew how my mom. What is latchkey kid? Come home by yourself. Yeah, like I was. I've been that shit since three. That's. That's what I'm saying. So, so oh, when, I, when I tell her, when I tell her know. these things, she looks at me like, <laughs> like "Why you ain't no?" I just. Like, you see, I'm trying to keep talking through this. Like, like he ain't say that. Look, so, <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Dude, that shit, shit, man. Oh, hey. I survived. I survived. That's it, though. Like, I'd be like, why is it so hard to pick up? Like, hey, man, shit, man. My parents I don't think it's difficult at all. And she'd be like, well, they shouldn't have. I'm like, you know what? I can't. Like, my seven-year-old, she'll wash dishes before everybody else in the house. But, but that's because at that age, it's still fun. It makes you feel grown up to participate in that a nah, little she bit. Just be I can't she say just, that. She just be by that life. My son, my son at nine. Like, I cut the grass at the house. My son came home one day from my mom's house. He's like, Dad, look, don't cut the grass. When I get back in town, I'm cutting the grass. Yeah. I said, wait, what? He said, look, I got some stuff I want to get. Right. And I, because we, we actually split his stuff. Whatever you want to get, we'll, we pay half, you pay half. Right. And he was like, look, Dad, I got some stuff I want to get, so don't cut the grass, I cut the grass. I'm like, dude, first of all, nigga, Cutting grass here is different than cutting grass at mama's house. Right. So, so I will assist you. You do the big part. I'll watch behind you, and I do the little part. But he learned all this stuff on his own, and I think, for me, I think that comes from me just telling him, look, dude, you ain't got to work for nobody. This is how you get your own stuff. But I think also personality. I'm going to tell you about my two kids. I love them both. But that motherfucking girl... I should have known. <laughs> no, don't take me there. <laughs> I should have known something was up when she was 12 years old and we were sitting at the table talking about. We we, we, we got y'all. We all subject now. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we're all the child in the minute, goddamn. You feel? Peace out from J2O. <laughs> you know, we catch y'all next say, week, man. Yeah, like, who is everybody? Everybody. Oh, RTJ Blue. Yeah, RTJ Blue Smoke. Um, I don't have no tagline. My name is J Joy. That works. 21D Smitty. Y'all know who it is, man. It's the game, man. In a minute. Ow!